Hello, brothers and sisters, believers in Jesus Christ. How you doing today? Just here to do a small video. Of my sister had a rapture dream two years ago. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share it with everybody and hope that uh, it blesses someone today and, uh, and maybe you'll become a believer. And if you already are, maybe it'll just give you some more hope, right? That it will happen very soon. So with that, I'll just get, I wanted to start off actually with uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, uh, which says, uh, salvation message. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Also ye have received, wherein ye stand. Uh, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first and all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. So right there, your belief in Jesus Christ is what's going to save you. No religion is going to save you. Nothing else. It's just the Lord. Christ alone. That's it. His blood on the cross will save you. He's the bridge to get into heaven. Don't listen to what anybody else is saying because it's all lies. And that's the truth. Anyway, with that, I just want to jump over. We'll do the, my sister's uh, rapture dream. And uh, we'll continue. So my sister says to me, I was running in this, I was running in this dream to this boat or plane, she says. She's not sure what it was. She didn't visually see it. So, <clears throat> and I, she, she said, I couldn't see it exactly, but in my heart, I knew that I had to get there. Feeling very anxious and stressed, I was struggling to get to this boat slash plane. I don't know why, but I knew time was short. And I had to get there before it departed. I noticed around me that people were people were going crazy. Um, well, she just kept trying to press through all the chaos and everything that was around her. She's not sure if like war was breaking out or whatever. I just look at it as maybe the, the rapture was about to happen or maybe there was small little incidences of something going on like we're seeing today and it was enough to really panic the crowd and trigger them so I she couldn't see what was going on so but she says she just kept pressing forward to make it to the destination finally I started breaking through the crowds and it was still there and people were trying to board she said people were trying to board but not everybody could get on so that's of significance to us that's for sure right and also she said that as she approached she she got closer she's seen it and she's seen this massive massive door and uh, again that should be of spiritual significance to us too to me I go back to Noah and on the boat and he gave a warning to all those people for such a long time they ignored and rejected the warnings 
And so even if Noah, after they boarded, wanted to open up and bring someone on, he, he really couldn't. It was spiritually shut, and that was it. The Lord had selected his people, and that was it. Everybody else was to perish, unfortunately, right? For their disbelief. Um, <clears throat> she said it was enormous. It was just so massive, and I, I kept running forward because I knew that time was of the essence. Uh, I will reiterate once again that I was very stressed, anxious, and distraught, she said. I did not understand why, but I was. So I just kept hustling through the crowd, she says, right? Finally, she said she made it and was able to get on board. And as she entered, this thing was so huge inside. She said from the outside, it was really deceiving. It didn't look like it was really big. The door looked massive, but whatever it was, it didn't look that big. But as she boarded and got on, she said inside, there was people everywhere. And it was just huge inside, she said, right? Um, and there were people everywhere. Everybody appeared to be relieved, relieved now. They're on board and they're relieved uh, because they made it. Uh, they were very jovial and at peace. So all of a sudden, everything just changed from being anxious and stressed to jovial and happy peace and tranquility right and we know that's always attributed with the lord right uh, this yeah so the scene totally inverted yeah i looked around and realized that i did not recognize anyone and now her thoughts shifted to search the area in hopes that she could find someone that she knew so although there was a lot of people on there, she just didn't see anybody that she knew, right? <clears throat> so she starts searching everywhere on board, and she's trying to find anyone, as in an acquaintance or, or family, friends, that may have made it. So she goes upstairs to a different section, and she keeps on looking, and looking and looking she said and she's just going forth looking everywhere like crazy and as she gets to the opposite end uh, to her surprise she's seen her brother sitting on a table way in the back now that's of very much significance to me and people that i study scriptures with because we always Look at Luke 14, 10. When you're told to sit in the back so as not to exalt yourself. And then if you're supposed to be moved up, someone will come get you and they will move you up accordingly, right? <clears throat> um, yeah, so with that... Um, Pretty much after that, she just ran over and she grabbed me and hugged and bang, that was it. The, the, the dream was over. Um, like I said, from 
from some of the scenarios and that that went on here and i'll get to something else in a second but um you know even revelation 3 it talks about no man can shut it the door right so so the lord opens the door and the lord shuts the door when the timing's right and i mentioned about luke 14 10. um so one the, the other thing i will say to you is that i was praying for someone in my family to have this dream for two years i want to stress that two years i never gave up i kept praying this prayer i was praying this prayer probably three times a day in the beginning and then over time you know i'm st I was still praying maybe twice a day for sure right but uh, the funny thing about this was that when my sister just recently called me about this i went outside praying in my truck I'm in my truck right now. So I went outside praying in my truck one night. And um, and in that prayer, I'm sat down in the front there where I am now. And I'm duking it out with the Lord. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot afterwards. But and I'll, you'll find out why in a second. But um, in, that, in that prayer, I'm praying, you know, I'm praying for everybody, all the lost people that still don't know what's going on, our friends and family that won't believe what's happening, and they just think this world's never going to end. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be in for a surprise. In saying that, um, I was in the front praying, and I, I said to the Lord, Lord, in Matthew it says, you know, ask and you shall receive, you know. I mean, it says it in Luke too. Uh, Luke as well, I should say, you know. Luke 11, 9, 10. Ask, you shall receive. Seek, you will find. Knock, it shall be opened and given to you, right? So, <laughs> little did I know that when I originally asked for this prayer, it was already answered. And I continued praying on it for two years. My sister received this prayer two years prior. Her opening statement to me when she called me was, Kev, I should have shared this with you, but I was afraid. She goes, but I'm going to tell you now, she goes. And she goes, I had this dream to, about two years ago, she said. And as soon as she said it, I knew exactly where we were going. My jaw hit the floor here in the truck. And I was like, oh my Lord, here we go. Right? And what it was, like, I asked the Lord, you know, like, send the Holy Spirit on her and convict her or something, you know. And sure enough, it, it happened. It was, uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. When you pray for something and you know that the Lord is answering your prayers... I mean, prayers are our conduit with the Lord. He expects us to pray. He wants us to pray for everybody. And, uh, yeah, like, that feeling is just amazing, right? But I felt pretty bad. Because <laughs> uh, I was probably a little bit loud in my truck here that night. And saying, Lord, I've been praying this prayer for two years. And... Like, how many times do I need to say this prayer before it gets answered? Like, come on, right? Ask and you shall receive. That's what the scriptures say. 
Well, he had answered her two years prior, but I just didn't know because she didn't tell me. So, <laughs> made me feel kind of. But uh, yeah, I uh, I just felt blessed that um, that that prayer was answered, and you know, for all the mockers and scoffers out there too. I mean, it says in the end of the days, you know, in Acts two seventeen, Joel two twenty eight. That shall come to pass in the last days. God's going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, you know. And um, your young daughter shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. So, prophecy fulfilled with everybody, everybody else's rapture dreams that, are, that they're having. Because there are so many rapture dreams right now. It's like crazy. But uh, the, the thing about this one is it was two years ago. And I believe back then with the COVID and everything that was going on, the Lord was starting his separation of people back then. That's how I look at that. So Anyway, I just really wanted to share this dream with you all. I hope that uh, you enjoyed it. I hope it touches somebody's heart today. And, uh, and hey, the Lord's coming soon. Just hang on. Titus 2.13, looking for our blessed hope. There's no doubt, all the signs, everything is here. He's coming. Just hang on. And I hope to see you in there really soon. Okay, God bless everybody. Take care.